questions. So many questions. But where can I go? Who can I talk to? What is this man love expressed to me? Who is Rem? This Jules? Who is she? I must know. Hey, Rem. Hey, Jules. Hey, Coltrane. The Taran Think Tank is alive. Mage power! Torin Think Tank, because, oh my god, it's Coltrane! <laughs> that was awesome! <laughs> Insert music. <laughs> I had to mute myself, I was laughing so hard, that was great. <laughs> The show. Welcome back to the Think Tank, everybody. I am Rem, and with me, as always, is the lovely and talented Jules. And Jules, guess what? Guess what? We have a special guest. We do? He's laughing in the background right now. <laughs> special guest, why don't you come out and introduce yourself? Oh, I'll do it for you. It's Coltrane! Hey. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Thank you for having me on. Very excited to be on the Think Tank slash Moo. Uh, very happy to be here. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on. Well, thanks so much for coming on with us. I can honestly say my podcasting career is now complete. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> then you need to like raise your ambition. I mean, my goodness, you really need to to shoot for the moon. But uh, but thank you. I'm actually a big fan of the show. Um, I was telling you guys earlier before we started. You guys have a niche, and I think that's what's great. You guys have your own thing, your niche that is different than other WoW podcasts, and it's a big part of world of warcraft and, and that is the human aspect of it and there's so many issues that we all deal with um being in raid teams being in guilds and you guys kind of scratch that and uh that's a that's a huge part of it so i really am a big fan of the show and uh so happy to be here so thank you again oh it's awesome to have you here too because now we can see the other side of having a guest on this show too <laughs> that's right it's our first time with a guest so we're probably going to screw it all up but it'll be fun it's going to be a complete disaster. It's going to be glorious. <laughs> and you guys will love it. <laughs> it sure will. Boy, so, I don't even know what to say, Jules. I'm, I'm like, I'm here. I'm shaking because I don't even have my squishy balls. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm all is, out of sorts. This is going to go crazy. Well, then we'll just start asking questions of Coltrane. How's that? Yeah, do you mind if we ask you some questions, Mr. Coltrane? Sure, hit me up, sir. Well, right from the top, where did Coltrane come from? What's, where did you get the name from? What's, is there an inspiration there or? Um, it's actually uh, John Coltrane uh, from, oh. uh, yes, jazz legend yes. himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I spell it with a K because the C was taken <laughs> at the time. This was like years ago. I was like, I'm going to be called Coltrane. And <laughs> unfortunately, the C was taken. So I'm going to be called Coltrane with a K. And that's kind of how it began. So it's all uh, John, uh, John Coltrane, uh, jazz legend. And not from Gears of War. Everybody oh, thinks it's a, a yeah. Gears of War reference, uh, Coltrane. So, but it's but it's not. So yeah. So that's what it is. It's from from jazz. I played uh, uh, trombone uh, growing up. I was really big into jazz and everything like that. And right. uh, so I was I was you know it was it was fun. But I'll tell you, trombone not really getting the ladies. <laughs> trombone. 
No, no, they're no. not really into the trombone. Like, like saxophone, like that was cool. You know, cool is sax, you know, or like, like drumline, like, you know, you get in the marching band, you know, like drumline, that's cool. But trombone, no, it's not really that cool. I played the trumpet and I was uh, right on the periphery of being cool because you're in between the trombone and the saxophone. That's right. <laughs> Tr- trumpet yeah, was good. <laughs> There's too I many saxophone do... players for me to crack into that, that cool crap. So. <laughs> I feel right. so lame. I played the violin. Hey, that's nice. Violin's no, it's not. Good. It's not it just like, you know, hey, how you doing, baby? Let me see your violin. <laughs> right, right. Check out my strings. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's it doesn't really quite have the uh the the, the impact, I guess. But but yeah, no, I was a big fan of jazz and uh or uh, music and orchestral and all that stuff growing up. So uh so that's where it came from. Awesome. You know, uh I explained on a, on a show previous to this, I don't remember which one, maybe two, um, uh, how I found uh, how I fell in love with podcasts. And uh, one of the first ones that uh, Arcane, the Fire Mage, suggested to me was Convert to Raid. And mm. uh, so I went to, I checked it out, and I put it up my iPhone, started listening to it, and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> what the hell is this monstrosity? <laughs> I, uh, I was actually, I was bored because I, I didn't adjust to podcasts, but I turned it back on a couple days later, and uh, Convert to Raid is actually my probably my favorite podcast to listen to, even more than Torn Think Tank. Sorry, Jules. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, it was Arcane who who turned us me onto you, and I've been saying ever since. I, one day, one day, <laughs> I will meet the coal train. <laughs> well, the, I I really appreciate that. I got to ask this though. I got to get this out of the way. Yeah. Go for Arcane, it. the Fire Mage. Yes. That just doesn't make sense. I mean, what the heck? This is this has been the running joke forever because that's what he started his character name as. He actually used to spell it A R K A Y N E on the first server that we were on, and then right. he had to change it to be more like Arcane when we moved. But he always liked fire. Now he'll tell you probably that it's an RP reason behind it when we first when he first built the character. But Rem has run with this now to make it the biggest pun known to WoW. Right. There, there was a time while we raided with him. Uh, this expansion, he was actually Arcane, the Arcane Mage. He was. <laughs> yeah. That's when Arcane was good, and you needed to raid as Arcane, or you did nothing. Right. right. So then, he, right. but then he he was his damage. Well, he started off this expansion as fire. And he right. wasn't able to keep up, so he reforged everything and regemmed all of what he needed to do to to arcane. Yeah. And then he got his legendary staff, unfortunately, yes. before Coltrane. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, awesome. Uh, yeah, and then he he went back to fire because fire he reforged. I told him to build a second set so he could switch between the two for. <laughs> he didn't right. want to do that. So arcane well, armage. I know that there's a question later in the show where we're going to be talking about mages, but uh, but that's cool that he he prefers fire. It's a definite different play style than arcane. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll we'll get into that later. But I just I had to ask because I always <laughs> heard that like arcane the fire mage. I was like whoa 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 back it up. <laughs> it Let's makes you laugh though, out. doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Right. It's exactly. So mission accomplished. Well done, right. sir. We make our audience stop and think. Right. <laughs> You're not the first to ask us about it, too, because people are like, every time I hear this, it just makes me laugh. And right. that's, hey, we've done, our, we've done our job then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, that makes perfect sense. Oh, too funny. Hey, besides Convert to Raid, have you done any podcasts other than that, before it, after it, with it? Um, the only other thing I worked on, um, Convert to Raid is actually my first official podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's something that podcasting, again, is something 
that I always kind of wanted to do. In particular, I wanted to get into radio. Like I loved radio, you know, and wanted to get into like, you know, radio DJ or something like that. But it's like it's impossible to do. Um, and I mean, it, it, it's not impossible. I mean, if you apply yourself and in this glorious <laughs> country, you can do anything you set your mind to. But still, it's it's an amazing thing that podcasting like anybody can do it, you know, and anybody. And it makes it available to to everyone. So mm-hmm. so it's a great thing. Um, but to answer your question, I did work on the AIE raid wrap up. Um, which was kind of like a little section of the AIE podcast. AIE is the, the guild that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like a little, um, they would highlight the different raid teams and their accomplishments. So I used to make little sounders, you know, with explosions and sound effects and music, you know, saying, you know, drunk with power, took down more chalk or like <laughs> something, you know, crazy like that or something like that. And I did that for a while. And then I really got into Convert to Raid and just became like, you know, engrossed in it and just, you know, started doing all this editing for that. And unfortunately, I didn't have time to keep up with the uh, the, the raid wrap up. So but yeah, no, uh, Convert Trade is my first ever podcast. And and that's pretty much it. So I'm, I'm flying blind here. I really have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> so that's why hey. it's all like so new to me. Like, oh, my gosh, you know, so it's crazy. <laughs> We've got no idea either. We just kind of just wing it week to week. And we talk so, to each other. That's about it. <laughs> yes. And it's entertaining. It's entertaining. So that's good. I have to ask you, Colt, uh, on Convert to Raid, mm-hmm. Mr. Solaflay, yes. is he the straight man? Do you guys clue him in on the bits that you're doing, you and Zug, or, or what? Um, usually we kind of like his raw reaction of yeah. UTF. <laughs> you know, like... <laughs> The hell are you doing? So we kind of, we usually just Pat and I kind of do it, and then we kind of surprise Solar on the show. Um, if there's a bit that involves him, then obviously you know he's he's tuned in on it. But but yeah, there's like little random things where you'll hear him just this raw emotion of what the hell is this? So <laughs> that's always a good thing. You Jules know? is worried about me asking that question. She didn't want me to insult Solar Flare, and I'm not insulting him. I just I'm just curious because his reaction is kind of like. Like you said, WTF, and it's, I think that's hilarious. So right. you guys not cluing him in on things. It's, it's beautiful. Right. Well, Solar's great because he's he's a fantastic WoW player, mm-hmm. and also he's an incredibly nice guy, and he brings just this level of professionalism um, to the show. He's also very funny and comical, but it's it's kind of great, like just kind of see his reaction to you know to certain things, you know, yeah. to here and there. So so yeah, so no, sometimes it'll just be Pat and I, but usually. We'll do these bits like 2 a.m. the night before. Oh, you're you know kidding. I mean? Yeah, it's like so last minute, like on this stuff. It's so, so last minute. <laughs> it's ridiculous when we get these things done. So so there's usually, to be honest, there's actually not really any time. It's usually the night before. Like when we did, um, we had a uh, BlizzCon episode mm-hmm. where uh, we uh, did this whole sketch thing where we dressed up in these panda outfits. Oh, yes. This, yeah, these audio so- segments. We literally got those done 2, 3 a.m. the night before the show. And we were still tweaking it like that morning. Like it was so last minute. So because, you know, we have lives. We're married. You know, we don't you know, it's not like I'm raking in the dough, you know, on the the (laughs) podcast here. So. So, yeah, it's usually like just last minute uh, when we get all these things together. That's awesome. What's What's it like working with Pat? He's great, man. He's great. He's great. He's he's total. He's pro. Like he's mm-hmm. you know he knows what he's doing. Like he knows podcasts. He's been doing the uh, independent music podcast. He's doing that as well. Mm-hmm. And he actually did it again like years ago. 
And he's like trained in radio. He was like, did some engineer work in it. So, I, I mean, he, yeah, he knows his stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he's, you know, if you listen to the show, he's kind of the central crux and we're just kind of all the crazy people around him. So he kind of puts the whole thing together and he does all the editing. He actually does a live uh, broadcast of the edit on uh, Twitch. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so no, he's he's got a huge background in uh, in radio and that kind of thing. Yeah, when every week when I turn on Convert to Rate on Tuesdays when I listen to it. And he says, uh, welcome home, Raiders. It's like, I get chills in my spine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's does, I, 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 I had asked him about uh, the music you guys play in the opening. And um, right. he said he, he took some songs and made them go backwards and then forwards and redid this and the whole hack job, he called it. And I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's amazing what he can do. Yeah, no, it's it's really great. He he does a great job, uh, great job with the show, and that's that's nice that you get fired up, and that's what we were trying to find too is a podcast for Raiders. Mm-hmm. You know, believe it or not, there we couldn't really find one out there uh, that targeted specifically raiding and go over the boss mechanics and um, and you know even some of the classes you know that we go over. So it was it was it was great. So yeah, and you fa- you found the niche too, and that's awesome. Right. Right. Well, hopefully. <laughs> you know, who knows? You have a so lot far, of fans. We're still hanging in there, so we haven't gotten booed off the stage yet. So we'll uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, you guys, um, you're nominated for an award for your episode of the Legendary segment, the Parsec Award. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I uh, I re-listened to the Legendary uh, episode again last night, and I can actually tell you the exact place I was standing in when uh, in the final battle when. <laughs> When a solar flare comes in from the sky, it says, hey, 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 it's solar flare. <laughs> we killing some bosses today. Right. I know exactly where I was. Uh, I, listened, I listened to that while I was at work. And uh, that whole thing had me in tears. I loved it from top to bottom. Oh, uh, thanks, man. How long did that actually take to do? Oh, my God. I, I know you started it months ahead of time. but Right. Um, it's a funny thing because anything to do with editorial, um, my actual job in real life is I, uh, I'm a film editor. I do uh, movie trailers or previews, mm-hmm. and um, so that's what I do. So it was it was helped me in putting this kind of thing together because I had access to sound effects and you know various things, which was which was great. Mm-hmm. But as far as like time it takes, it's so funny when you actually finding time to work on it. You know what I mean? Like when you can actually sit down and work on it, you'd be amazed how much you can get done. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's just. Um, at the same time that I was getting ready to cut this whole legendary thing um, is when work just like exploded. Oh, like we no. just got a ton of work in and it was like the worst timing possible. So it, it did. It took months, but it was I wouldn't say that it took months like it took months because I wasn't able to work on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So if I was able to just like even just take like one weekend and just bang this thing out, you know, I but I would say probably about probably two weeks probably to cut the whole thing. Wow. Um, who, who did all the writing? Was that all you or? Yeah, 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 I did that. And um, along and then, you know, Pat did all the a lot of the voice work, you know, he did all of them for all the characters and that kind of thing. And, you know, that really helps, too. And anything that you're putting together, you'd be amazed how much like voice talent as far as performance. You know, it's when you're trying to cut something together, you know, editing can only get you so far. Yes. You need to have a good performance you know, for each character that, you know, you can kind of bounce things off of. And that that is really key. So mm-hmm. a part of the reason I think that that legendary thing kind of worked and, and hopefully it did and, and people seem to be happy with it, which is great, is I think, you know, the performance of some of the voices that Pat did and and that kind of thing. So mm-hmm. that, that really helped out. But who was but, who was the female voice? 
Oh, that was uh, uh, this uh, girl that I work with at work. Um, she uh, she's like she's so funny. She's so cute. She's like her normal voice. She's like this like bubbly like you know cute like oh hi you know shy and all that. And I'm like, all right. So imagine this: you're a dragon, and she's like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. So you're like this dragon named Terragosa, and you're like this queen, and you're like amazing. And she's like, okay. So I'm like, so I really need you to like get in your deep register, you know, like. Really get downtown, if you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so she, uh, so she was great. So she, uh, she really got into it and really enjoyed it. And uh, she was like totally red in the face. I like played some of it for her, and her face just turned completely red when I was playing it for her. Really? Yeah, yeah. She was like, she was so embarrassed about it, but but it was cute. Her name's Joanna. She was just great. So Aww. yeah, that's it. it's just somebody I work with at work. That's awesome. You had you had a line in there uh, when you're facing Ragnaros. You have to go face Ragnaros again. And you said, uh, Ragnaros, I took him down in molten bore. And then there's a boom. <laughs> and you say, <Right>. uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I had it pause it a few times. It just I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it was so uh, much fun to do. It, it sounded it, it, like it was. Yeah. It's just like stuff like that is is just fun. You know what I mean? When you could just like, you know, just have fun with it, not care and just just be a just be a dork. Be a nerd, be yep. a geek, and just have fun with it, you know. That's really what it's all about. Because we're all nerds, baby. We're all nerds. Right. You know, <laughs> embrace our inner nerd. It's it's Triple great. for life. That's no. right. <laughs> <laughs> I also, because I'm a big stalker, I uh, I listen to all the boss intros you guys did that are, that are up on YouTube now. Mm, right, right. I wanted to ask a couple questions, though, so if you don't mind. Sure. If you remember, anyways. Um, on the on the Zana's intro, I thought that one was hilarious because you had a different announcer and then Coltrane is trying to work his way back in. I was just wondering who the other announcer was. Oh my gosh, Zana! It didn't sound like Pat. I think it might have been Pat. Really? Yeah. Boy, that's a great question. I have to go back and listen to that. <laughs> you have to prepare for this stuff, Ram. Right. I'm intrigued. I think that was Pat. I think that's what we did. I think it was Pat. I'm pretty wow. sure. Was, yeah. The was, front. Yeah, it sounded nothing like him. Yeah, no, he's got a ton of different voices that he does. That's yeah. killer. Um, so you probably wouldn't remember who did Yorsage or the announcer in Blackhorn. The oh, Blackhorn right. sounded like you. Yeah. Um, that's kind of old-timey. Right. Uh, no, actually, Zanaz was also Pat. Okay. And uh, Blackhorn, I believe, was also uh, Pat or Zug as well. Yeah, he does, like, almost all of the voices. Um, did, he I do much... De did he de do uh, Deathwing and the Madness intro? Yes. Not the Madness. Um, the the um, Spine. Yes, that's right. Yeah, he did that. And uh, in fact, Joanna, who did the Terragosa voice, she did the voice of the massage therapist. Oh, great. <laughs> in the Spine of Deathwing uh, boss intro. For those that don't know, we kind of do these little, um, uh, we talk about each boss um, and the mechanics for the fight. Like, mm -hmm. okay, so in phase one, you're going to want to do this. In phase two, you're going to want to do that. And then we like to have this little kind of an audio intro uh, for the bosses. Uh, when we were originally coming up with the idea, it was going to be like this WWF, like, ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then it just got weird. I mean, if you listen to the boss intros from where they started to where they are now, it's just completely off the rails. We've got Deathwing, you know, for Spine of Deathwing, he was getting a back massage. You know, it's just crazy. <laughs> for Madness, because the fight, you know, he's got toenails where, like, he's in um, another uh, place getting a mani-pedi, you know, mm -hmm. getting a pedicure. It's just... <laughs> It's just insane. So, 
I love that you guys have fun with this. I think it's the best way to get people to just be like, you know what? Just have a a good time when you're thinking about rating. It's not work, people. Right, right. Yeah, no, it's true. And and one thing that's been amazing about the show is some of the feedback that we've been getting and some of the emails. And those are from people that said they've never rated before. Wow. Um, They've been afraid to. They've never didn't know what to do. And, you know, they say because of our show, they've actually really gotten into it and gotten into rating. And and that's what's key is, you know, rating is such, I think, in my opinion, the best part of World of Warcraft. I agree. Yeah. And it can be very intimidating for a lot of people that don't know, you know, what it is. They see what are these big encounters and oh, what if I screw up and I don't want to do this wrong or, you know, they're nervous about it. And if there's any way that we can kind of intro it to them and get people interested and and take a step out of their safety bubble and give it a shot, you know, that's that's great. That's that's what it's all about. So, yep. And you feel like you've done your job then. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Getting people fired up and excited and and my gosh, to be able to do something that they were maybe afraid to do before. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah, you know, that's that's an incredible thing. Good on you guys. <laughs> well, no, I mean, we've also turned a lot of people off to rating. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard said they've dropped 52 percent since our show went on. the air. Oh, so no. This could completely backfire as well. So it's you're outrageous. not rating at the moment, are you? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no. But, uh, what was your progression before you had to stop? Oh, well, actually, I'm still um, I am still rating, just not oh. with the old. Uh, I'm sorry, I m- misinterpreted the question. Um, I'm still rating, just not with the uh, raid team that I was with. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as progression went, I think we were two or three of eight heroic. But Rem, I got to ask you, my friend, the last show you said you're four of eight. You got down. Uh, what's his name? Uh, who was the guy? Zanas. You got down Zanas. That's major. Hell Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, we actually started to work on Heroic Agara, but uh, we had a, a Raider fall ill, so we weren't oh. able to uh, to progress. So hopefully we'll get back at it uh, this week. We tried Zanaz and got our butts kicked. It was during the, you know, when he, you have to kill all those tentacles yes. you know, in the black phase. But we just, I guess we didn't have the DPS or I don't know what was going on, but we could not get all those things down in time. So how did you guys handle that? I got a great team, man. Uh, these guys... They they figure these things out really quickly. It, it took us uh, it took us three four attempts before we got him down to ten percent, and then yep. I called it for the week. And wow. when we when we when we killed him the first time, it was three attempts because wow. they just learn from their mistakes. Uh, nobody is blaming anybody else for anything. We just work on work on what went wrong and keep moving forward. And uh, yeah, just I have a, I'm blessed to have such a wonderful team. Uh, led by me, of course, <laughs> and, uh, my, my wonderful lead healer, Julana the Torrent over there. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're still going because what's fun is that they all look forward to heroic progression. Everybody's still into it. That's great. Yeah. So we still we're raiding two nights a week. Well, one night if we clear it and two if we need to finish. That's fantastic. That's tough, yeah. too, nowadays, because oh, a lot of people yeah. are getting a little burnt, you know, mm-hmm. on on Dragon Soul. Yeah, and it's, well, it's what go ahead. I was go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, I was just going to say that in with heroics, heroic progression is great, you know, but it's still the same boss, mm-hmm. you know. There's new mechanics and there's new phases which keep it interesting and, you know, props to Blizzard in that way that they didn't just increase the health and damage and say, "All right, here's your heroic," you know. Yes. They at least added more to it, you know, which is great, but it's tough because it's still Zanas, and you've been killing Zanas for months, mm-hmm. you know, in the past on normal, you know. 
So you it's know what I struggle oh. with with this is that I get to the point where we're, you know, now that you're getting Dragon Soul getting nerfs every couple of months and you're thinking, okay, well now we can take on this heroic content and we're good. But there's people who are like, oh, it's 25% nerf. You don't have to worry about nothing. We can DPS the crap out of this. Right. And you're sitting there going, uh-uh, you still have to, you still have to be on your game. You still have to be mentally like acting that there is no nerf. Right. Right. And that's, I think, what happens a lot of times is people are like, oh, yeah, I got this. Right. Steamroll. <laughs> yes. right. And that's why I stop at 1%. It's the 1% syndrome. You oh. think you got it and get overconfident, and then you don't get that and close. And then it, it squishes you at 1%. That's yes. True. I also, I rule by fear. I tell them they're not going to raid in Mr. Pandaria if they're not raiding now. So. <laughs> <laughs> rule by fear that's with an that's, iron fist that's right Grim will drop his boot <laughs> that's awesome. with the voice that he has and you see you know ruling by fear it's like <laughs> this is, there's something missing here that's right that's right Rem, you are scaring the crap out of me. I'm completely <laughs> freaked out. Right well, now. good, because that was totally my intention, sir. That's good. I'm sorry. I love it. Rem, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Rem. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I have to ask you guys, actually. Yeah. Um, you were saying jewels, so healing, mm -hmm. druid, I'm assuming. Tarin? Tarin druid, baby. Tarin druid. That's excellent. Now, have you always played this uh, this druid? Um, I have played this druid since Lich King. Um, Ooh. but I've healed raids. I've healed raids all the time I've been raiding. It was a paladin healer before that. And then mm. paladins got really wonky. <laughs> right. And so I decided that I was going to level up a, a druid and I, I've stuck with her since, since Lich King. I think I've been raiding early Lich King and right. it's been awesome. I love the AOE style healing and, yeah. uh, yeah, it's been awesome. I'm, I was used to being a tank healer for so long that it was a big change. Right. Right. I actually, I played a druid in Lich King um, throughout that whole expansion. I was a resto druid. Mm -hmm. um, I was a big, big into healing. And um, it was great in Lich King. The, the healing was just, was just amazing. And then uh, Cataclysm hit and druids changed quite a little bit. There was some <laughs> complaining uh, from the druids. I mean, it, it, did that really affect, I mean, you, you obviously kept strong, but I know like the, there were so many nerfs that hit and mm -hmm. how did that affect you? It actually, I was almost ready to switch to a priest mm. almost ready and wow the priest has gotten nerfed so hard <laughs> that i just like i can't do this right. um i had such mana issues early on in cataclysm just trying to keep up with what was you know the direct healing was taken away in a lot of different ways and so and then you were given something else that was kind of a direct heal but not and you so now it feels like the flow they've gotten the flow really well and i'm ex i'm expecting that i'm going to feel a little freaked out when we get to mista pandaria but it's what happens with every expansion and you just adjust. So right. that's what I'm going to do. That's great. Rem, what about you, man? Tell me about your class. Well, first of all, I just want to say Jules has a few classes she plays and they're all healers, including her hunter. Oh, stop <laughs> it. No. Okay. Awesome. Uh, I play. Yeah, I play no. a, a, <laughs> this has been a joke for about five years. and It's not funny anymore. <laughs> what is it? You, I mean, you got to share it now. I mean, come on. You know, she rolled a she rolled a hunter just so she could heal her pet. Oh, I did not see this is the joke. <laughs> oh, jeez. She's a beastmaster hunter with 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 the, with the uh, talented in healing the pet. So, yep. You are That's so awesome. full of it. 
No, I actually, I was just trying to see what I could do with DPS and I just don't have the brain for it. I, I'm a healer through and through. I mean, my form signature on our forums in our guild says I watch little green bars for fun. Right. That's what right. I do. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> How about you, Rim? What's your class, buddy? I play a frost dual wield death knight. Oh, yes. Yes. That's wonderful. Oh my gosh. Tell me about raiding as a frost DK. It for for most of this expansion, it was incredible because I topped the meters nonstop. Right. Now that we're at high gear levels, I've fallen back to the middle of the pack, and the legendary fit has his legendary daggers, and he blows us all away. Right. So I'm kind of just middling in the middle now, and I'm I'm not I don't really enjoy that. I like being at the top because that's just me. Right. But uh, when you guys actually had uh, preach on convert to raid a few a few months ago, that mm-hmm. uh, really opened up my eyes to some things that I was doing wrong. Of course, our gear kept increasing, and and everyone else kept catching up to me. Right. So, but yeah, I have a blast. I love the the fast and furious style. Of right. Just going at it, and I have a I have a tanking off spec that I don't really enjoy too too much. But apparently, mm. tanking in Dragon Souls as a Death Knight is overpowered. So, I mm. really need to to get off my high horse. And <laughs> right, give it a go. Are you going Are you going to continue with your DK into Miss or switch classes? I'll probably continue. I don't level classes, uh, characters at all. I have two eighty fives. Right. Yeah. So, I, and I'm not going to go in there with my rogue, especially if Fit is still rolling with his rogue. So mm. I'll, I'll keep my Death Knight. And there's an outside chance if the Druid that I'm working on ever gets eighty five, and maybe I'll switch. I don't think so. I don't really enjoy casting class, and uh, the kitty form is kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> it's just weird. I mean, <laughs> come on. I mean, really, it's weird. <laughs> Well, there's the arcane turkey. I mean, that's even weirder. <laughs> right. I, I really enjoy the play style of the Death Knight, so we'll probably stick it out. That's great. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't so, mean to derail there. Oh, no, stop. <laughs> Please. You have full free reign of this show. If you want to take it over, go for it. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you'd have no listeners by the end of it. Ah. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, guys, let's, um, let's do some news, huh? News so big, it's, well, big. Okay, so there isn't much news this week because we just did a show a couple days ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> the, one, the big news that I saw was the uh, the Jade Forest is going offline for an extended period of time. What do you think about that, Colt? Yeah. Well, I think this is amazing. I think this is the greatest thing about World of Warcraft. <laughs> now, I know that sounds insane. How can a zone going offline be a good thing for World of Warcraft? Tell us. It, and that is this. They are fixing it. They're right. making it better. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many developers out there will actually do that. In in most MMOs, I, I've been playing MMOs since the days of Ultima Online and EverQuest and all that. I played them all. So basically, when, when a developer comes out with a zone, the zone is the zone. That's wow. it. You know, and they'll get some beta and they'll get some feedback and that kind of thing. But the fact that they're turning the whole zone off they're going to fix it and then bring it back online, I think is incredible. But I have a question for you guys. Yeah. Do you think this has anything to do with the fact that the annual pass brought a ton of beta testers, like tons? So I'm assuming Blizzard is getting more feedback than they've ever gotten. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have, they have thousands upon thousands of people in the beta now giving feedback about, say, this particular zone or whatever. Do you think that would have a reason for this zone? I mean, it, from what I hear, it's like being completely reworked. They're just going to fix it, so to speak. 
I was at first glance, I thought this meant we were getting closer to release that they received all the feedback. They're making their changes and then they'll fix what they need to fix. And then they'll open it back up and make sure everything's working and probably do the same with the other zones if they need to. But um, it just, it feels like it's a closer release to me that they're just getting it ready for to ship. Right. What no, think, I Jules? think Coltrane is actually onto something here because if you've gotten more feedback than you've ever been able to work with before and, you know, it's all it's all exponential. If the same people are saying the same things and it's coming in in, in thousands instead of hundreds, right? that can really make a difference in your decision-making path for how you planned on making your game. And I think that's an excellent observation. I hadn't even thought of that. I And... I'm wondering, I do wonder though, you know, at what percentage do these beta testers actually give the feedback, take the time to post and say, this sucks. Right. You know? Right. No, I don't. Right. <laughs> right. I, I haven't been on the beta in, in weeks. <laughs> but have you found anything that you would say, this sucks? No. See? I mean, there was one quest as you're, as you're leveling up a new panda in the, a new, yeah, new panda. Uh, where you had to click too far down to get these reads, and I hope they fix that because that was a pain that took us. Right. <laughs> Did you right. say but, took us? I said took us. <laughs> right in the took us. <laughs> Let me tell you. Yeah, I was no, going to say, <laughs> but then I didn't want to ruin the explicit. <laughs> well, you just did. <laughs> right. Oh, that's Yeah, right. exactly. Well done, sir. <laughs> I didn't want to say bleep, but uh, I just did. That's well, awesome. It's a you're bringing up a good point. Is that like you know do do people submit feedback? And you know the answer is most of us don't. But the fact that your pool of people is now larger, yep. there's a greater chance that more people will be giving feedback than than not. You know that's what I mean? Excellent point. I think that's a really good point. The question is going to be how long is this going to be offline? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm excited, man. I think it's good. If they're doing anything to bring a whole zone down, I mean, it's got to be pretty significant. That's not just yeah. like changing a quest or two. I mean, I, I doubt it'll be like completely reworked, but, you know, I, there's going to be some shifting and some some moving to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. As Do you long think as we're getting closer to release because I need a hug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know about the bet, don't you, Coltrane? No, what's the bet? Tell him. Go ahead, tell if him. I th Fit and I have a bet on the release. If it's the uh, end of July, beginning of August, he has to give me a hug. And if it's the end of August, beginning of September, I have to give him a hug. Oh, my. That is like the cutest bet I've ever heard in my life. That is unbelievable. But you notice something? That both of them get a hug no matter who wins. I Everybody's know. a winner. <laughs> exactly. Oh, my gosh. I have a huge smile on my face right now. That is so cute. <laughs> I got to tell you, though, I'm going to have to agree with uh, Fit here. I think uh, I think you might be right on this one. I think you might be giving hugs, sir. You know, I, as, as we keep getting into June, as the days keep ticking by, we don't have a release date or cinematic. I think he's right. Yeah, right. I think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I'm see my guess is going to be like late September. Boy, late September, huh? Mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. I still feel like Blizzard has to do that oh, that huge push of the the pre-order and what's going to be in the collector's edition and how long is it going to be in the count. So there's this huge countdown that you get right. every time. Right. So I feel like if we're going to get some news, it's probably going to be in the next month. And that's probably going to be announcing end of September, early October. You know, and there's also the whole Chen Stormstout thing they're doing. 
Yep. You know, where he shows up in Orgrimmar or, you know, in Stormwind and he's like, here, have some beer. There's like a crazy thing about to happen. You know what I mean? Like that needs to happen. That yep. needs to go on, what, for at least two, three weeks at least, of right? That's about, that's about to hit the PTR, I believe. Oh. Getting ready for that. So well, we're getting there. We're getting there. This is weird. This is just a weird time. It just, everything just feels like it should be happening. That's not, that's kind of is, that's kind of over there. It's kind of. It's, it's, a, it's a whole weird thing going on. It is, but Blizzard gets hit hard during the summer in terms of, of people, you know, spending time because we're all outside doing stuff in the summer. So I don't expect you're going to see it until it's, you know, late, late summer, if anything. Right. Colt, did you uh, did you camp the name Amanda Panda on your server? It was taken. <gasps> on your server, not just the beta? It was taken on my server. It's taken. No. no. It was taken. That's so okay. I have a message for that individual. Okay. <laughs> don't you know who I am? It's this. I don't know who you are or what you want, but I have a certain set of skills. Skills that make me very dangerous for someone like you. <laughs> Return the name immediately. If not, I will find you and I will kill you. <laughs> what do you think? You hear that, Amanda Panda? You hear that, Amanda Panda? <laughs> I don't know who you are or where you are. But look, here's the deal. I'm okay about it as long as you're taking care of her. Just make sure Amanda Panda, make sure she's fed. She loves to eat. Make sure she's all right. As long as she's being taken care of, I'm okay with it. You'll just wave to her forlornly. That's right. Oh, my god. You know what gosh. I'll do, Colt? I will camp the name Amanda Panda on my server. I appreciate that. You better <laughs> do uh, that right now, sir. Right. <laughs> exactly. It's no, it was taken. <laughs> it was taken. And I think it was taken by someone on the Alliance because it said friends must be part of your Alliance. I was like, oh, boy. Uh-oh. It's someone from the Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know who it was. But as long as, you know, I'm okay. As long as they're taking care of her and keeping her well fed, then, you know, it's all right. She, she does like to eat. She's, she's a big girl. She likes to eat. <laughs> so that's okay. So, hey, but Amanda Panda is getting a new spell called Peak of Serenity. I don't know if you saw that. I mean, that's the other big news of the weekend here. Mm-hmm. Um, at level 30, it's called uh, uh, Zen Pilgrimage. Peak of Serenity? I don't even know what the hell I wrote. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're <laughs> right. Zen right. Pilgrimage. That's oh, yeah. correct. Zen Pilgrimage at level 30 teleports them to the Peak of Serenity. There you go. Which is part of Kunlai Summit. Um, but I, I don't know why, because I mean, it's not really a starting area like it is for the Death Knights. I it's kind of weird. I mean, what are you going to the Peak of Serenity for? Just to meditate for 10 minutes? <laughs> well, <laughs> it's it's not a starting area. It's no. an awesome area. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I agree completely. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's just like it's just like the Death Knights. Like, the Death Knights have their own little special place. You know, they oh, can put so, that little yeah. Death they Gate thing. Up there. Yeah. Exactly. So, I actually went there. Um, in the beta, and it is unbelievable. It's awesome. And, it, like, for this reason, I want to play a monk in Miss Because there's, it's just, it's just cool. Like, you get up there and, and look, I mean, every single geek nerd, we all love ninjas, right? Ninjas! Yep. And these monks are like ninjas, you know? You go up there and it's epic and there's the big mountains and the wind's blowing and they're all like, oh, they're doing katas and training. It's just awesome. I know a certain legendary fit who enjoys ninjas too. So he should like that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we'll have to see if, you know, he won't make a panda, but he'll make a monk, I'm sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but that's it for news that I can find anyways. Um, we do have a new segment on the show here and we call it tell us one thing. 
Um, I don't know if we have a bumper for it yet, so I apologize, Fit, for talking over it if you're playing it. <laughs> I don't think we do. <laughs> if you can't trust a couple people on the internet pretending to be cows, who can you trust? Oh, so uh, this is, well, Jules, why don't you explain it? This was your baby. This was my baby. It was basically to allow people to ask us questions since we answer theirs. Um, opportunity for for us to give you a little bit of detailed information. And since we have the legendary Coltrane with us today, we've, we asked for questions for him. Everybody's legendary. We have to calm down with the legendary. Thing. No, There's we, a lot of legendary going on here. I'm a feeling very inadequate right now. And That's right. <laughs> I just popped on the Tom Cruise movie Legend, actually, right here in the background. It's amazing. It's no, very legendary. It this is like totally legendary. <laughs> so we get to we get to ask we ask we can ask Coltrane some questions, and then there's actually one of them. Actually, there's a couple of them on here that are for all of us. So you get the hot seat again. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Um, from Sterling Lee on Twitter, he asked Coltrane, "What advice would you give someone wanting to create an alt mage for the first time?" Wow. Well, first off, Sterling Lee, congratulations! You are about to embark on an epic journey of one of the best classes in all of World of Warcraft. <laughs> so well done on choosing the mage. I mean, come on. Can we get a round of applause here, please? Hello. Hey! Yes. Yes, mage. We Made have no power. soundboard for it, so we'll just do it ourselves. Perfect. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> so uh, an alt mage. Well, there's two. Okay. The, the old school way of playing a mage, at least leveling up, was you go frost. Frost is the leveling spec in World of Warcraft. That's how it used to be. You get a little pet. You can freeze stuff. You got a ton of control. You got lots of shields for defense. You got some offense. You can trap the mobs. You slow them down before they get to you. It all makes sense. Frost was the leveling spec back in the day. Mm -hmm. But now, what I like to do is I like Arcane. Now, there's two different uh, like play styles here. And I know that Arcane, the Fire Mage, um, he... Now, th the two different styles is essentially used in raiding is Fire and Arcane. Those are the big raiding specs right now. And um, the difference in play style is essentially control. Uh, fire is great for, this is like for, for you when you're leveling up. If you want a life of uh, randomness, of unexpected surprises, then that's where you want to be with fire. It's very proc-based. It's very unknown. It's very random. Uh, uses a lot of RNG. Uh, another benefit to it is you can cast a majority of your spells on the move. Mm -hmm. You don't need to be sitting in one spot. You're not like a cannon, so to speak. You can be running around, throwing up almost all of your spells, and but you are dependent on getting procs to be able to do the majority of your DPS. Uh, you'll get like a pyroblast proc, uh, like it's called a hot streak. Then you can throw a free pyroblast, you know, that kind of thing. So fire is a lot of fun if you want big explosions and um, kind of random things. Now, the only negative to that is because it's so random, there's a chance that you could just be waiting around doing nothing. You're essentially just casting like your Scorch and you're just kind of hoping for a proc. Like any many minute now, I'm going to be able to unleash hell, but <laughs> you can't. So you're just kind of running around doing nothing. So the opposite of that would be Arcane. Now Arcane, I love Arcane. And the reason I like Arcane is it's incredible control. Now I know I said Frost was control, but Arcane is control in that when I cast something, I know what it's going to do, and it's going to crit, and it's going to get huge numbers. Like, if you want big numbers and big fat chunks of damage, that's what Arcane is. If you're leveling them up 
and you want to actually kill the mob in like two to three shots, like before he gets to you, that's arcane. But it's very stationary. You're not going to be moving around a lot. You're kind of sitting in one spot, blasting away, but you're going to get huge numbers. You're going to get like 140K crits, you know, like insane numbers uh, in, in the raiding environment later on uh, for DPS. So, so it, it's kind of really on your play style. Frost, um, you have a pet. I don't like that because that's like a, you're like a warlock. Like warlocks have pets. Like, you know, <laughs> like mage, we don't need no stinking pets. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. So um, my advice would be find the play style that you like um, and go from there. Um, if you like a more randomness thing um, that's kind of more exciting, some some would say, then go fire. If you like more control and big, fat, juicy numbers, then you go arcane. Uh, and if you kind of want a pet, then go frost. But I would go arcane. That's my advice. I love arcane. Um, and it's it's not the most complex rotation. and uh, But you can get some great DPS out of it. And it's a lot of fun to play. I like big, fat, juicy numbers, too. I might have to switch. It's good. Ugh. You're going to switch you, your druid? <laughs> no, I can't switch a druid. The listeners chose that. Damn listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I actually shook my fist. <laughs> well, I'm glad you told us because we didn't see it. <laughs> right. Let's keep going, Jules. <laughs> okay. From Ian Explosion on Twitter, this is for all of us. What about the one thing that you have that you have to do that you found or find frustrating in WoW? Not about the game, but about the gameplay. You guys go first. Oh. Rem. I don't like gathering quests. That that frustrates the hell out of me because I'm not doing anything. I'm gathering poop. <laughs> <laughs> you know that, that quest out in the Grizzly Hills where you have to gather all the poop, or you have to fish the thing out of the poop barrel and then you eat it. And then oh like, gosh, you have to bring that up. Yeah, grand. Yeah, you had to pick up poo too. <laughs> <laughs> Gathering quests are the things that that frustrate me, and it's part of the reason I hate leveling. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I I'll answer next because Coltrane said I should. Um. <laughs> what he says. You know what I hate is the is when you're in a raid and you're in the roll for loot system and you see what everybody, like especially LFR and you see the string of rolls and the string of who got it, of who like could qualify for it. And then you get the string of which one person got it. And it's taken away by everything else that you're rolling on. And I am so happy that they're putting in that new um, interface for rolls that you can see what everybody rolled. And it's not in your chat log. Because it tries oh, yeah. crazy. Right. <laughs> I can all. never see who wins something, and you, you almost, it's like, oh, you won that. What? I did? Right. <laughs> so, Especially like an LFR. Ugh. It's like, you're just scrolling, scrolling to find out, you know, who won what. I know. And it's 25 people, and it's, it's, oh, I hate that. So that's probably my biggest thing about WoW, where it's like, why haven't you done this sooner, please? So that's mine. That's good. That's good. Uh, I got a weird one. I, I guess this is more character based. I like I don't like to take my eyes off of my character like during a uh, raid environment. And it's not because I can't stop looking at myself. It's not because of that. <laughs> but like if if I'm playing like a warlock or something, I don't like having to be watching, you know, all of my dots ticking. Like I don't like to be looking at some add-on yeah. that's that's like, oh, I have six dots rolling and then okay, pretty soon I got to refresh this, this, this and this and then I can get back to to me, you know, to, 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 to the fight. And then, Oh no, I'm looking at an add on the whole time. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, and I find that too, on my frost DK a little bit that I've got my little runes, like right next to my character, 
but I'm kind of watching those rather than watching the fight. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know? I'm, I'm, and you know this, my gosh, Rem, you know, yeah. you're kind of waiting like, well, do I have enough to, to do my next ability or do I got, I got to wait. I'm watching. So I'm watching other things than the fight. And that's the only thing that, that I don't really, uh, that I don't really dig. Is, yeah, I hate is, being global cooldown locked on my death night when right. I have, when everything is not ready and I have nothing to do. It drives me crazy. <laughs> right. And you're just <laughs> sitting there just like auto swinging. Yeah. And, and I'm like, pressing oh. my keys. Just maybe it'll work. Maybe it'll work. But, right. <laughs> Exactly. That is funny because I, you know, that's something as a healer, you're not looking at the fight for probably about, you know, 60% of the time unless you know that there's poop coming. Right. (laughs) So, more poop, Jules. More poop. I know. I want to say something else, but I'm not going to. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, that's a great point about healers is that you guys are watching the entire fight essentially with your peripheral vision. Yes. You know, it's amazing. You're having to deal with not only the fight mechanics as far as stand here, run there, but you're also staring at bars the whole time mm-hmm. trying to keep everybody alive. It's, I think that was probably the hardest thing for me to adjust to being a rating healer is how do you do this and not stand in the bad and keep someone alive? And if you, because if you look away for a second, sometimes a tank could get a spike damage of some sort that could, you know, take them down to 2% health. And that was what scared me the most is like, oh, right. <laughs> I just glanced away for just a second to make sure that that uh, that pile of fire that's growing on the floor doesn't get to where my feet are. Right. Yeah, that's and that's a hard thing. I think one of the hardest fights to heal was Lich King. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, you know about that. I mean, my goodness, talk about having to pay attention to mechanics. And keep an eye on everyone's health. I mean, there was that one thing he did where if anyone's health dropped below 90%, like you had to heal them back up, right? Uh-huh. Like above 90 yep. to, to get and rid was, of that debuff. It was, it was during the first phase, and then it happened again with the debuff that went out in the second phase. Right. And then there was the black stuff that, like, uh-huh. you got to watch out for that. And then the Valkyries. It was insane. Yeah. I think I actually hated Ragnaros more than I hated um, I, then I hated the Lich King though. No kidding. Yeah. Because the, the, the sheer craziness of the running and the back and forth. And then when the boulders came out, right. Oh my gosh. I thought I was going <laughs> to go insane. And that first time that we killed Ragnaros, it took us almost four weeks for that first kill. Right, Rem? It was like four, four weeks, five weeks, we five weeks. And I don't think I breathed for (laughs) I was sitting there just holding my breath for every 13 minute attempt or whatever you're doing. That's my favorite fight in the game. And see, you love that fight. fight, And I'm going, I hate this fight. I hate this fight. I hate this fight. (laughs) He's just on his frosty cage, just chilling, just doing his DPS. No big deal. Telling everybody to run out, run back in. Oh, yeah. And see, that's that was Rem's role. He's like, run out, run back in, watch the (laughs) watch the floor. Watch yep. the hammer, 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 Stop hammer. DPS. Push him, push him, go. <laughs> right, right. So, yeah, that was definitely one of the, that was probably the hardest for me was Ragnaros. I hated the Lich King for that whole thing, but once I got it, it was like, whoop, I got this. I got That's this, awesome. but, um, okay. So we're going to, oh, we have one from Arcane the Fire Mage. Woo! Do you have any tunes opposite gender of yourself, and why or why not? Well, I play a male blood elf. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> you know where this is going. There's yes. rumors going around that there are actually no male blood elves <laughs> in the game. So I think I'm kind of by gender just by playing a male blood elf right there. 
you know? You guys uh, are like kindred spirits, you and Arcane. Both <laughs> play male blood elves. That's right. That's right. Um, no, I mainly play, I do have a couple of female um, characters. Um, I've got a priest, actually. Um, a female blood elf. <laughs> which you can't, you can't really tell the difference from the male blood elf. So I, I don't know. I guess I play both at the same time. Oh you know my what goodness. I mean? Let's just call them blood elves. No need exactly. to qualify male or female. Just just blood elf. Absolutely right. <laughs> exactly. How about you, Ram? I don't think you have any female characters, do you? Uh, well, I actually have a little bit of a story to tell, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> when my my Death Knight was first born, uh, she was a female. <gasps> You're kidding me. Nope, I am not kidding. She was a female, and we leveled. I leveled her for, I don't know, 12, 15 levels. And I dis- discovered that it was tougher to flirt with the other female characters as a female, too. So, <laughs> wow. So Ram. I, I, sex changed. <laughs> Wow, that's pretty <laughs> profound. Like that's your reason. That's wow. I that am fantastic. speechless. <laughs> Female drain eye to male drain eye, and then again down to the orc and the tauren. So, but yeah, so I, I I did have a, a female tune. I've had a couple female tunes, but um, I I play mostly the males. I just because you want to go buy somebody and throw a slash flirt at them, and it just some people get uncomfortable with that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I do so- it for everybody else. It's all for the flirt, Rem. Yes. Well done, sir. That's what it's all about the flirt. That's wow. I mean, some are like, well, I like to look like a warrior. Like, I look, look awesome in armor. But no, you're about the flirt. It's all Just about the flirtation. Just about the ladies. That's you right. know what I love? I love that you told that story with Coltrane here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I get it. I understand <laughs> you know what you're talking about, compadre. <laughs> F L I R T. Love it, love it. I um, I have, I actually have a male um, troll shaman that I haven't played for very much. It is so strange for me to play a male character because I get treated a whole lot differently than I'm used to. Like usually, I'm walking through and everyone's trying to duel me. Huh? All the time, and it's like I am not. I don't have a a female name at all. It's just like I don't get it. I don't know why people act so much differently, but. I see like one of our, our GM actually was um, she, she's gotten flirted with like seriously flirted with as a female, you know, and she's a, she is a female human person, but, right. <laughs> but uh, she plays, she, you know, she's walking around in, when we were in, in the lion side and man, tune. it's terrible sometimes to see what people will do to a female tune. Oh my goodness. Ugh. So yeah, I don't, I, I prefer my feminine characters because you know, it's just, what I like to play. Well, I wonder, like, do you, so do you get like a lot of like, I don't know, like whispers, like, Hey, baby. Like, do you get a lot of that? Like as a female character or sometimes I do it's, but it's pretty rare. I think that there's just so many guys playing girls in the game. That is, such <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, <It's>... girl, <laughs> right. Guy you in know, my life. name's Tyrone, right? <laughs> I ain't no, uh, serenity or whatever name. Right, exactly. <laughs> I did no, have the true. funniest experience in, as a low-level character once. I had a guy um, in – I was in Darnassus, and he was running around as a uh, druid, uh, a night elf druid. And he saw me and kind of waved at my character. I was a, a Draenei. And he was starting to send me these whispers, and then he started sending me these, these mails. And he must have been maybe like 12 years old because it was like, hi, I want to be your boyfriend, but if it's not okay, then okay. 
<laughs> I actually screenshotted this. I have this in my screenshots, and I'm like, awesome. thank you. And of course, Arcane is playing another character with me, and he's just laughing. <laughs> so right. Like, yeah, honey, you've got a 12-year-old coming after you. At least uh-huh. he was respectful. It was like sending me a note in gym class. Right. <laughs> it was. It felt like it was. So, yeah, it's... I haven't seen a ton of it, but I've also been on RP servers, and I don't think that happens as much on an RP server. I just, I, I don't know, but so, okay. <laughs> Do you like me? Check box. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes or no. Right. All right. We have one more question, and this went to me and to Rem, but I think we can put this on cult too. From Ladicious Warrior on Twitter, what is Rem's worst worst tanking fail and Jules' worst healing fail? And so we'll extend that to Coltrane too and say your worst any class fail. <laughs> um, so Rem started out. What's your worst tanking fail that you can remember? I decided I was going to tank a Dragon Soul with our raid team, and uh, we got up into uh, Ultraxian, and it was trash time, and I didn't realize he had to taunt the Drakes. So the Drakes kind of covered the whole place in, in fire, and we all wiped. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. I stopped tanking after that. <laughs> that was it right there. Yep, no more. Yep. That's That'll awesome. about do it. Yep. <laughs> well, my worst healing fail, I think, was it was actually on my Paladin. Um, and I came into a raid with my PvP gear on and forgot that it was on. Nice. Yes. And so I don't know which one it was for this. I'm trying to remember which rate it was, but I can't. And so I'm going, why is my mana so low? Why can't I heal anything? What's going on? Why am I not critting? Oh. And of course, you're in the middle of a boss fight. <laughs> so you can't change your gear. Guys, sorry. Um, this I gotta this change wasn't one those. of my raids, was no, it? No, this was before you were you were raiding oh. with us, I think. Because <laughs> I yeah. wouldn't tolerate that. No, no, no. <laughs> and I was PvPing only a little bit at the time, but, you know, so changing outfits. And it was before you had, like, Outfitter and right. the Equipment Manager and all that stuff. So you'd have to take it off piece by piece and remember where you put it in your bag. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. <laughs> That's awesome. That was my bad. I mean, I've had a couple of them where I've just, you know, forgot to heal myself and in other, <laughs> like in heroic Yorsage, <laughs> like, um, Jules, you're supposed to heal yourself in this fight, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so Coltrane, what is your worst? Oh my goodness. Well, I have several DPS fails, but, um, one that, that comes to mind was there was one time I was in, uh, like Ventrilo, and uh, I was in some channel, and, and they're like, hey, Colt, you want to run with us? We're going to do an hour of Twilight uh, Heroic. And I was like, yeah, sure, that'd be fun. If it, you know what? Do you mind if I bring my Frost DK? I want to take him out. You know, I'm getting him geared up. I'm really kind of enjoying the play style. Feels fun. I'm like, yeah, sure, that'll be great, you know? And I got him kind of geared up, you know, and he's feeling good, and I was like, all right, yeah, he's got some good DPS. This is going to be great. I'm looking forward to this. It's going to be good. So we get out there. We pull the first mob. And the, the fight starts, and I instantly pull aggro and just die. Like, oh, within, no. like, three seconds, I just die, like, dead. So I'm like, whoa, and they're like, whoa, Coltrane, whoa. And I'm like, oh, sorry, guys, let's let's try this again. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe maybe it's the tank. Maybe it's just not getting aggro. So I'm just going to, like, count to five. So they res me, this whole thing. Next group of mobs, they, I count to five. I start DPSing, and boom, they all snap to me, and I'm dead instantly. <laughs> 
Like, whoa, Coltrane. And I'm like, guys, I, I don't know really what it is. And then, of course, <laughs> on my third or fourth time wiping the entire group, I realized I was in blood presence. Oh, no. On my DK and not unholy. So that was why I was pulling all aggro and killing myself repeatedly over and over again. So I still do that, Colt. Don't feel bad. He does. <laughs> I start yelling at our tanks and learn to tank, noob. Right. And it's me in blood pressure. Right. It's like, oh god. Usually it's one of the tanks going, Rum, you might want to switch out of blood presence. <laughs> oh, did I do that? Yeah. Right. Well, I'm sorry you died home. in the fight before and I had to take over for you, jerk. <laughs> right. It's their fault. It's never yours. I mean, come of on. Course they need never. to understand that. <laughs> well, right. thank you for sharing that with us. That was awesome. That was a great story. <laughs> so, guys, guess what? What? We have international appeal. Hey, we what? received a letter this morning, actually, while I was eating my Captain Crunch. <laughs> and I'm just going to read it here because I think it's awesome. Hello, Rem and Jules. Here a short mail. I'm reading this verbatim, by the way. So uh, <laughs> here a short mail from a new listener. I just saw a link to your podcast on the summary page of Wow Insider. Thank God. Three hours ago, and I decided to download both your first and fourth episode. After loading those on my MP3 player, I listened to them as I had a very nice drive to and from my parents' house. I don't know how we stuck with us after episode one, but thank you. <laughs> they were very nice and informative to listen to. Please continue. We will. I do not have a question to ask you yet, but listening to Rem's tales about his druid, I decided he might like the macros I use in-game. I love playing a druid myself, and especially like healing lately. The macros help me in automatically directing either my healing spells or my DPS spells to the tank or his target. I can have either the tank targeted for one of the mobs and then cast my spells, and they will either go to the target or to my target's target. Trying to explain it is it is harder than actually using the macros. Smiley face. Kind regards, and this is the big one here. Uh, I'm going to go your own. He wonders you how this? you're going to pronounce it. <laughs> yes. I mean, do you guys see this? Because maybe we can have a little contest here. Who gets the closest? I'm going to say Jerome. Jerome. I got your own. I'm going to go with uh, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> and he's from Amsterdam, Netherlands. Uh, P.S. Episodes 2, 3, and 5 are now queued up to play during Little Wow Tom time. Well, that's awesome. Like I said, Episode 1 and 4, I can't believe you stuck with us after Episode 1, but thank you so much for doing so. We get better in every week. And um, that actually led me to a little question here that I would have for both of you is your type of play style. Uh, now, Jules, you know that I have a very specific UI that I use, and I use all types of keybinds and mm -hmm. get everything programmed on my mouse and my, my keyboard. And, uh, I mean, what do you do? Are you a, are you a clicker, Jules? I've been actually dreading someone asking me this question on the podcast. <laughs> um, I am a clicker. I, 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 have, I do not use HealBot. I do not use any. The only UI enhancement that I have is XPearl to show me who has got the debuffs and what. And I have Decursive to take it off. But I, I get yelled at all the time. Because or Arcane will say to me, I don't know how you do this. I don't know how you heal by clicking only. I have no macros. I have no keybinds. I don't do it. And it's just, I don't, this is a weird thing about me. I just like it to be pure that I'm not, I, that I'm healing under my own, my own mental prowess. Which makes it even more amazing, by the way. Well, thank you. I it's, <laughs> I just set really high goals for myself, and I deal, you know I'll allow myself to have decursive to take off a, a debuff because that doesn't matter to me. Get that thing off and go. 
But when it comes to a, a, a heal that saves the tank's life or something that will make sure that this raid does not go to hell, I want that to be me only. And so I do click only. And this is why I can't play the beta right now because they won't allow my LVI to be loaded up. So I just feel right. lost. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what about you, Colt? Jules, I mean, what's it like in the land of the crazy? I mean, my goodness. <laughs> you out of your mind? <laughs> See, Holy this was what I was afraid of, is people were going to go, are you crazy, girl? Right. Wow. That's, um, I mean, if, if why make it so difficult? I mean, heal bot, come on. It's called heal bot. No, but I, I actually, I get what you're doing. And I think, I think that's awesome. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's, it's, it's pure. Mm -hmm. It's, the way Blizzard intended it to be, I, you know. I feel like I'm cheating if I use an a you like a, a an add-on that would allow me to do that. And some and I think both of our yes. other healers use it. Use Healbot. I've just I've never touched it. I've never downloaded it. It's just something I don't want to do. You should cheat. Cheaters always win. It's good. <laughs> no, really, <laughs> it's like a really good thing. I encourage you to cheat. In Thank fact, you. all of our listeners cheat. It's great. <laughs> no, that's actually terrible advice. <laughs> Stay in school. Don't ever cheat, ever. It's very, very bad. Thank you, but Mr. When it comes to When it comes to Healbot, you can cheat then. You can use Healbot. <laughs> no, I think it's great. That's a, that's a good reason to, to do it. I am a huge key binder. I'm like, I've bound every single mouse wheel up, mouse wheel down, left mouse click, right click, center, mm -hmm. mouse five button, you could imagine. Yep. Um, and I still, I click a little bit, but that's only for like, you know, big cooldowns or, you know, something like that, like stuff that I don't have to do too much, but I'm a big, uh, I'm a big macro, uh, keybind guy. And as far as like UI goes, I pretty much just, I like the dominoes. I like to be able to put things kind of where I want it to be. Yeah. Um, so, but I know what you're saying, Rem, like when I'm in the beta, it is like, but it is kind of nice. It's like. Ah, oh, look, I don't have all my junk all over the screen. It's just... <laughs> well, I was able to play the uh, the monk in the starting area for a little while because I, I could set that up as I went. I had no um, no muscle memory going on with that. When right. I tried playing my Death Knight and then all the spells are everywhere, I'm just looking at this big mess. It's like, oh, my God. Right. No, thank you. And so I just I logged off and I haven't been back since. <laughs> right. And you know what? It's especially like your runes. You know, talk about when I was saying earlier how you can't be looking at your character. That's in the upper left-hand part of the screen. Yes. Oh, I know. You know, so you're having to look way up into the left to keep track of your death runes or everything that you've got going on. Meanwhile, the fight is center screen. <laughs> I just yeah, I don't have enough. I got so ingrained in my one certain way of playing that I, I just can't do anything else mm -hmm. in the death night. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Jules, I really respect what you're doing. I really do. I think that's awesome. Well, I really do. I, I, you know, it's, it's almost embarrassing to admit it out loud, but it's something that is very personal to me. And it's just, I, so I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just making a joke about the, I, know. <laughs> I was just, but I really think it's cool. I really do. That's Thanks. awesome. You know, I, I, I always felt like if I was not holding my own, if I was not able to do the job that I was supposed to be doing in a raid, then, then I would change that up. But I've made it so that I can and that I can hold my own with everybody else not doing the, the add-on. So it's feeling like it's a personal accomplishment in the game. And, you know, hey, got to get your kick somehow. Yeah, so. She even she accomplishes uh, success even with her cat trying to kill her. So oh, God. More cats <laughs> to you. <laughs> Might need a cat add-on for that one. I do. I, I think it's called I litter box. <laughs> it's called basement. <laughs> right, exactly. So, 
Jules, where are you going next week? Well, it's not next week. It's the week after. Oh, is it week after? Yeah. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> I'm going to Nerdtacular. <laughs> Nerdtacular. Yes. I was no, wondering if Coltrane was going to go. No, I'm no. not going. Oh, I'm not going to Nerdtacular. I've got in-laws and all that kind of stuff that weekend. Okay. But his partner is. Yes. I'm going to make sure that Pat and I shake hands. That's right. Yeah, Pat Crane, Zug, uh, will also be there, and he's excited to meet you. I think it should be fun. He's all amped up and ready to go. He said, yeah, I'm going to be wearing a big shirt that says Zug. <laughs> I was like, what, you can't have a shirt that says Convert to Raid? It's all about Zug? Like, what? What the heck? The that deal? was awesome. He's like, everybody's making fun of him at the last Convert to Raid recording, which was this morning, and right. saying, is this Convert to Zug now? Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you, you ordered your t-shirt today, or was it like? I did. I ordered a t-shirt today, and it's it'll say Torn Think Tank on the front, and it'll have jewels on the back. So, yeah, if there's any listeners that are going to be at Nerdtacular, then they'll know who I am. And uh, and Fit and I are going to need T-shirts because we were discussing you going to Nerdtacular and said, hey, we need to go to a gaming con in the Northeast here. Mm-hmm. And so we're thinking, well, man, PAX East just happened. We're, what else is going on in this stupid part of the country? Lo and behold, I went back to work and Google searched gaming conventions in the Northeast, and we found Connecticon or Connecticon. Probably Connecticon. Yeah, I think it's Connecticon. Connecticon. I said connect for some reason. <laughs> um yeah, and that's actually just a few miles away from us uh, next month. So we applied for press passes, and hopefully we'll be able to go as press. <laughs> <laughs> I, Ren, I that's, laughed. That's cheating. I that's know. not. That's not pure. But you I was just be... told cheating was good. Yeah, that's right. I'm so confused. <laughs> well, that's neat. When, when are you going to find out? Hopefully pretty soon so we can start making plans. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you're just going to go, right? Uh, yeah, we would go for one day instead of two. Um, we're, it looks like we're booked to do another show and so we'll talk about that at the end of the show. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it's also my vacation that week. So I have plenty of time to do whatever. Mm-hmm. So good for me. Um, all right. So where are we going here? Oh, why don't we do what we never get paid to do? Hopefully we will get paid to do, but we're not being paid right now. And we have a guest. Let's do it. Let's dive into the think tank. All right, so <laughs> what have we got today, Jules? We have a couple think tank questions, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna put Coltrane on the hot seat again. Yes, answer this. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, hi, Jules and Remgar, and I'm gonna add Coltrane to that. I have a question about my guild, but first, a little bit of backstory. In March of this year, 2012, I began playing WoW due to my boyfriend boyfriend's incessant nagging that I needed to give it a try. Lo and behold, I became addicted and just hit level 85 on my pretty human priest on May 31st. Woot woot. Now, when I first created my priest, my boyfriend immediately sent me an invite to the guild he's been with for the past few years. However, the guild isn't very active at all. They have a raiding team, and I'm interested in raiding at some point in time, but not anytime soon. However, I'm not very happy with the guild since it's quite boring in my opinion, but I don't know what to do since it's, it's... do about it since my boyfriend is in it and he's adamant about not leaving it. I have tried communicating in guild chat on numerous occasions, but rarely get a response more than a hello. I have also made suggestions about things to do in the guild, such as making new tunes only and only leveling them together and so on, but receive no response. Honestly, I'm at loss of what to do. I play WoW for the social aspect of it for the most part, but I don't want to cause issues for my boy- with my boyfriend if I choose to look for a new guild. On a side note, I'm not very happy with the server I'm on either, and I've been told by many people that my server is one of the worst. I absolutely love playing the game, but I need more out of a guild. 
I love the show. Keep up the great work, Cat. Boy, Cat's been probably bitten by the uh, the summer bug, as a lot of people have too. Here's my advice. Bye bye. <laughs> just like that. Just like that. I mean, just you know, you can keep a tune in there to play with your boyfriend on occasion, whenever it is. I, there's nothing in here that, that tells us when he plays. Um, but there's so many other great places to go, and there's so many servers, so many more populated servers. Just get out and experience the world that is Warcraft. Mm-hmm. There's so many great people you're just not meeting because you're just stuck in a guild that does nothing. Again, it's your $15. Play with it as you wish. Mm-hmm. Go out and explore and find something. Find somebody new. Maybe you'll find that guild that you enjoy that's doing stuff together and that has a, a social scene that you're not going to be lonely with and you can level with other people. I know one guild who's looking for a, a leveling partner here. So. <laughs> I don't know, though. I think you're missing a point in this, and that's the uh, the tie of the boyfriend. And uh, that part is pretty, you know, you're, I mean, all three of us have significant others. And if you just tell your significant other that, like, oh, sorry, hon, I'm going to go and play somewhere else, even though you've expected me to stay here. Um, Cole, do you, does your wife play the game at all? Oh, I've tried. You try. <laughs> <laughs> I got her in as a druid. She cast two wrath spells and said, I'm done. So, so no, she but, doesn't. So let me, let me, let's say that she was playing and you play, you know, you got her into the game and she was playing and then she's like, I'm here and I'm having fun, but I'm not having fun in the place you put me. Right. How right. would that, I, how would that affect your relationship? Well, I, I would think, you know, for me, I would want her to be happy. I mean, the fact that she's already playing makes me the luckiest person in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, for this for this uh, this question here, this boyfriend needs to realize, wait a minute, his girlfriend now plays WoW. And that is a huge rarity, you know, oh, to have. I mean, that's just insane. So um, I don't know. I, I would want her to be happy. But on the same token, I do understand like, well, no, we're supposed to be playing this together like that was kind of the idea i wanted us to spend time together and to be able to play together so mm-hmm. i can understand that there was a, a couple that i knew that they would only kind of level together that's mm-hmm. kind of that was their thing it was part of their relationship and it was good because they would spend time together you know in the game but they were still together so i can understand why he might be upset about it but boy i mean it's 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 a dicey it's kind of a tough call there yeah i mean you want your boyfriend should want to be happy for you and want you to be free and enjoy everything. But, but yeah, I mean, I think a sit down and talk to him about it and be like, look, I love you and I want to spend time with you and I really enjoy, but I, I want to check out these other things too. So, you know, maybe you work out a thing where maybe there's a system where on such and such nights you only play together, you know, with an alt. And then maybe on your own free time, you play with your other characters, you know, boyfriends ruin everything. Am I right, Colt? (laughs) <laughs> that's right that's right <laughs> see and i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna play the female card here and i know that i know that if if it you know i'm i'm a little bit more of the rarity here and i'm the one playing the game you know happily playing the game and i was i was encouraged by my boyfriend to go play but i know that it would be a very big it would be an issue if i was taking my main out of the guild that i just worked to level up till 85 and i wasn't spending the time with my boyfriend who was in the guild with me and he's thinking hey these are my friends why don't you like my friends 
And that would be a strange scenario. It's like, well, you know, then no one does what I want to do. So I'm just going to go and do what I want to do. And sorry, honey. <laughs> so it's tough. I, I mean, I feel like she she should do what makes her happy, but there should be balance. And I agree with Coltrane that if you can make a, some kind of compromise to say, hey, I'll keep my character in the guild with we're, that we're in. But while we're not playing, maybe I'll go do my own thing. Well, that's what I said. No, just, you didn't just, say that. Yes, I did. I said <laughs> you can leave your character in that guild, but go out and explore with alts. Just okay. because culture right, is right. your jewels, you don't have to just ignore me. I feel like a third wheel. That's right. Are you feeling a, inadequate right now? I need a show I can write into and ask about this problem. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm sorry, Ram. I misinterpreted what you were saying. Dear Torn Think Tank, my partner hates me. <laughs> I do not hate you, and you need to stop. <laughs> Kat, I hope we gave you some advice here that you can kind of work through and hope your troubles disappear. Yeah, I hope that you find something that makes you happy and, you know, talk to your boyfriend about it, too, because I think that helps a lot. It yep. does. Communicate. Communication. Communication. <laughs> All right. We've got number two. This one. Slash moo, my bovine friends. I suffer from kindness in this world of Warcraft. What I mean is I often, usually always, put others' needs in front of mine. A few examples are loot, gathering mats, sometimes gold, and help for their class. I understand that kindness is a fantastic quality, but I fear of being taken advantage of. My personality will not let me be a jerk. So I came to the best source to try and get some helpful hints on my problem, helpful tips on my problem. I appreciate what you do and will listen to Triple T as long as you guys keep making them. Holy fail in game or Ladicious Warrior on the tweeter. Somebody who's too nice. Well, here's the first question. Does Holy fail feel like they're being taken advantage of oh yeah good question because if he doesn't feel like he's being taken advantage of then i don't know <laughs> but I, but if he, I, he's writing the email here so i'm assuming he does feel that way yeah exactly. exactly so um i don't gather mats and i don't do anything for anybody except raid so jules you're gonna have to take this one. <laughs> oh, you're gonna put it on me huh <laughs> um there's actually a part of me that has some of this because I playing a healer. Let me just tell you, when you play a healer, everybody wants your time. And when it's you're going to put together a raid, you're going to go put together a five man and you want it to be a guild group. You want to go and um, run an old content raid. There's always something like only if we had a healer who would come with us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I wonder who does that to me. <laughs> um. <laughs> But, you know, I had I actually had a conversation with our GM not too long ago and just said, you know, I, I get tired of being made to feel guilty of going to do things that I don't want to do because it's my time and I really just wanted to go play this alt. And she said to me, you know, you got to learn to just say no and, and just stick with it. And it's so true. But, you know, saying no is hard when you want to be nice to your friends and you want to be with your friends and you want to help them out. And in this case, holy fail, you know, you're trying to help your friends out. You're going to help them by giving them mats and gold. But are you getting out the time in the game that you want to spend? Are you doing everything else for everybody else? And I, I know that when you've offered all the time, people are going to be more likely to say, hey, you know, could you could you help me out? And I don't think that's a bad thing, but you also need to just find some balance and say, hey, hmm, you know, let me go ahead and, and get, that, get back to you on when I can get that done. Um, you know, I'm probably going to be 
doing these three things before that or and you don't have to tell them what it is. <laughs> But I don't know. Coltrane, do you tend to have people coming at you to say, hey, come raid with me. Go do this thing for me. Well, it's it's an interesting thing. And I actually I have to agree with every single thing that you said, Jules. Oh, thank you. And I mean, it's you're spot on, in my opinion, in that the hardest thing for any of us to learn is, believe it or not, is to learn to say no. Yes. And it's really difficult to say no to people, especially when it's your friends or anything like that. But what happens is and it looks like what's kind of happening here to Holy Fail is it's now becoming expected. Yes. You know, people are asking, you know, oh, this. And at first he was just being nice and offering his services. But now it in some ways is, is becoming expected. And that's not fair to him. But just the biggest thing is it's okay to say no. Mm -hmm. It's okay. They're not going to freak out. Nothing bad's going to happen. It's going to be all right. You can literally say, you know what? I don't have time to do this. Uh, maybe next time, but I just don't have the time. And it's freeing. Being able to say that, <laughs> as, as crazy as that sounds, one of the best things I learned to do was to literally say the word no. And it's like this, it's this huge weight is lifted when you can actually tell people no. And, 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 and for you to know that it's okay, it's all right mm -hmm. to say no. You know, so I think it's an amazing thing what you're doing. I, I hear you, man. I'm the same way. Like, I want to help people. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm into that. I want to, oh, you need this. You need that. I, I want to do that for people. But after a while, it's going to start to become expected and you're going to start to feel a little taken advantage of. So in this case, just learn to say no and just know that it's okay to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard. So I, I agree with you. It's so hard to say no when you've been saying yes to everybody. And it's just now all of a sudden they're like, well, wait, what happened? You've always right. done this before. That's right. why you start off by saying no. <laughs> like you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I Everybody knows, I make, I make sure everybody knows that my time in-game is limited. Uh, between family and work and the kids and all this other nonsense going on, my, <laughs> I have so little time to actually play the game. Mm -hmm. right. So I, I make, I, I make because I'm an officer, we do special events throughout the month. And I make time for those to be part of the guild. And, and I have my raid nights that we do. But I don't make promises, and I don't make it seem like I make promises to anybody about anything. I always throw everything out as a, we'll see what I can do. Maybe I'll try very hard to be there type of thing. Mm -hmm. and so it's, 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 good it's hard for me to relate here. It, well, it's good that you do that because I think it's harder when you've been saying yes the whole time. Oh, definitely. And then you have to say no the first time, and they're like, wait, what? Yeah. Right. It's, and sometimes uh, they'll sucks. even react negatively. They're yeah. like, well, what the heck, man? You've done it yeah. before. Right. I said, Jules, you can find a new raid team because I'm not taking this from you anymore. <laughs> but then I realized, you know. <laughs> you don't want me to go walk off a plank. So <laughs> therefore, you're going to let me go have my time and I'll come help you another time. That's fine. Yes. <laughs> so I got one more question that just got sent in to me. So if you guys don't mind, I'm going to read this one real quick. Okay. Uh, Dear Jules and Coltrane, hi there. I play a Tauren Death Knight and I need some advice. My raid team, currently 4 of 8 Heroic, uses two warrior tanks. Usually this isn't a problem, but we discovered that if I, as a Death Knight, tanked Heroic Yorsage, we would have a better chance at success. This turned out to be true. I feel like I should be tanking. I am the raid leader, and having a variety of tanks would lead to more success. My question is this. I do not really enjoy tanking. Should I put aside my own discomforts and worries and just learn how to tank for the good of the raid? Or do I simply just enjoy, quote unquote, my $15 and keep on DPSing? Signed, lovingly, Anonymous. Well, there's there's a lot of familiarities here. I know, right? 
I'm 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 feeling a little deja vu here. I don't know. Um, I might be having a hard time answering this question. Actually, Coltrane, have you heard anything like this before? Well, I'm a good friend with Anonymous. I mean, he's a good buddy of mine. Uh, no, I'm, I actually have no idea who this <laughs> is. But um, I would say that it's it's that is a tough pill to swallow because what is good for the raid team, but what is also good for you? So in my experience, because I've been raiding for a while now um, in vanilla and BC and all that kind of stuff, whenever we had somebody do a particular role that they actually did not want to do, they ended up leaving. Really? Because they got miserable. They didn't like it. Now, it was, it was a thing where we had like a DPS who was like going to become the tank, right? So we lost a tank, so he was going to become the new tank. And we're like, great. But he said, he's like, I don't like tanking, guys. I don't like tanking. And it's like, no, that's fine. But you're, you're going to help the team and it's going to be wonderful. So he became the new tank and he hated it. He just hated it. It just wasn't in his nature. Now, if I can be a complete jerk and give you the opposite story, I will. <laughs> and that is where we had a, in our raid team, our main tank left or our off tank left. And then we had a, uh, a death knight who was DPS death knight. He became the new off tank as a blood death knight. And he loved it. Turned out he loved it. He loved tanking and, and then it worked out great. But see, the difference there is that he enjoyed tanking. Yes. He enjoyed doing it. So, so that's why it was a success in that case. But in the earlier case, the guy just hated it. He just hated tanking and staring at a boss's crotch for, you know, hours on end, you know, <laughs> as a tank. And he eventually just like, just quit because he was just miserable. Yeah. So, ah, uh, that's, that's kind of a really tough call. I mean, I, I hate to be like the whole like, well, it's your $15, but but I'm just saying that you always want to help out that raid team because you're also kind of responsible for nine other people, which is great. But on the same token, you have to be enjoying yourself or else you're going to get frustrated and you're going to get angry and you're going to start snapping at people and getting mad because you don't want to be doing that. So you're already going to be tense, you know? So, so what you're saying is if the two warrior tanks don't have a problem and my team, I mean, this other guy's team is pretty successful already successful already uh i i mean anonymous shouldn't worry about it right <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> okay yeah i guess i might i don't know may i might make any sense i'm, I'm talking out of my patootie or you know i don't know <laughs> okay you're making plenty of sense you've actually helped uh answer this question quite a bit i actually appreciate what you said <laughs> Thank you. i don't know man this is this is just cracking me up but anyway uh, <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna continue on the serious tag and and say that i think that there's a line of what's good for the team but you know typically what our team does is there's a certain fight that requires a type of a switch like we have two warrior tanks and we could really benefit from having a dk tank this fight so it requires a lot of our members to have the right gear and the right dual spec set up already to be able to switch roles within the raid at the, that given time, which is really great for versatility, but it's not so great for someone who's like, I hate tanking. Like one of our healers is a priest. And when we've gotten into going, when we were starting to get really good at dragon soul regulars, we put him in shadow spec and he whispers me all the time. He's like, Jules, I hate to DPS. I hate it, <laughs> but right. he does it, <laughs> you know, because it, it helps to try and balance things a little bit better. And he's a great sport about it. He's, he's got an excellent sense of humor, a wicked sense of humor, but he, you know, he's like, I want to heal all the things. And 
<laughs> it's 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 hard. I I think that you know I don't and I'm never in that position because I am always solely a healer. I'm that's the best word I, I've done. The DPS switch out. I suck so bad. They're like, no, Jules, just stay healer. Yeah, you're fine. You're, you're okay. Fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit your day job. No. Kind of right, right. Very true. So I just stopped. I mean, everybody just kind of needles me and says, why don't you go and get a, a dual spec and we'll come help you out and why don't you tank? And I said, oh, if you want to see your healer have a heart attack by trying to learn how to tank, then go right ahead. But I don't think that there's uh, that, that that's for everybody. I don't think everybody's cut out to be able to do those dual types of roles. So, okay. So I think we'll just keep on. That was me, by the way, Coltrane. I wrote that letter. <laughs> it suddenly occurred to me. I'm like, wait a minute. He plays a DK. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. What's happening? <laughs> exactly. Sorry, we'll Colt. On. I couldn't hold it. I couldn't laugh. I right. Laughing. I wish that that occurred to me earlier. Then I would have really torn India. That's you know? what we were hoping for because I now, know. You, now you just ruined everything. I ruined it all. I told you I was going to blow this. I told you. <laughs> I warned you before. Hey, man. Dude, you did fabulous. <laughs> you did fabulous. That was a great answer. Oh. Do you feel <laughs> so better, Ram? I do. I think we'll just keep on keep it on until Miss comes and we'll reevaluate that point. Okay. Rem, you should tank. I don't care about your <laughs> happiness. You should tank. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. Up, I already know your true feelings. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Shoot. <laughs> you got me. It's too late. So I was thinking of this. Uh, that's that's actually that's it for the think tank. So uh, thank you, Colt. You did great. You did fabulous. Great. Look at you. Woo. Give it advice. Well, I'm, I'm with the pros here. You know, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm talking out of my keister. What, what is that word that you used earlier? Tukas. Hey, my tukas. <laughs> exactly. I'm talking out of my tukas over here. That's, so I was nervous. Anyway, that's go ahead. awesome. Hey, didn't you play a gnome? I did, actually. Yes. I was young and needed the mana. Thank <laughs> <Yes>. you. <laughs> I did. Exactly. It was my first, my first character ever in World of Warcraft was a gnome, and it was strictly for the 5% intellect buff. That's the only reason I picked it. Nice. Yeah. I had I a... Know, I had a little debate topic here, and I, man, we're going to go long because of it. But this is driving me crazy because this has been on a lot of podcasts lately, and I listen to a lot of them, and I'm just screaming at myself because I want to answer so bad, and I have no forum. Oh, wait, I have it here. The debate is old content versus new content. The argument seems to be going around that Blizzard should be doing more to get us into old content. My problem with that is why? It's old content for a reason. It's old. They're making new content for us to enjoy. What more of an incentive do we need to go to old content besides transmog? And after the new expansions released, who is going to be looking forward to any transmog? Because everybody's going to be focused on leveling and progression again. I think this is a debate that's only focused on the here and now because we have nothing to do. Someone disagree with me, please, because I want to argue. <laughs> I'll he disagree wants to with fight. You. Go for it. I'll disagree with you, pal. No, please don't. Old Mr. DK, don't know if I should tank or not. Yeah, I'll disagree with you. And, and here's here's my only argument to it. And what you said at the end there is absolutely right, is that this is coming up now because we really have nothing else to do. But let me ask you this, sir. Have you ever fought Illidan? I have. Oh, well, then that makes my argument invalid. Um, How about have you ever... Well, okay. Anyway, have you ever, basically, <laughs> what I think is good about old content is it's still good content. 
And it's still a lot of stuff that a lot of people haven't seen. Now, you have fought Illidan, but I know that there's a ton of people out there who have not fought Illidan. There's a lot of people that have never got to see Karazhan. Mm -hmm. Everybody hears about Karazhan. What's the big deal with Karazhan? Well, it's old content, but is 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 still entertaining. It's still exciting. Blizzard, this game's been out for what? Seven, you know, I don't know, seven coming up on eight years yeah. or something like that. So they've created a ton of content. Now, there's a new feature that they're implementing in Miss. And that are these uh, challenge mode runs where you're going to be able to, they're going to be able to normalize every single person's gear, where they're going to lower the gear level of everyone. So you're all on the same playing field, and then it's going to be a timed run. So there's rumors going around that this challenge mode thing could work towards this old content. Now, what could make this interesting is you would be doing the old content, but at a lower gear level. Mm -hmm. So it would still have that same challenge that that the content was originally made for. You know what I mean? So I think that that might increase interest in some of this old content. And if your argument is, why do old content? It's just like Raffle Stomp. Like, oh, Illidan, I can two-shot this guy. It takes 10 seconds. What's the big deal besides Transmog? I would think with this new challenge mode thing that they're doing, and if they could implement that with that old content, that would make it exciting. Yeah. That, to me, would be incredible. And I actually I think that's a great idea. My argument isn't why do old content because it's a raffle stump. My argument is why should Blizzard incentivize old content for no other reason but to just incentivize it. Incentivize? Uh-oh, here we go. No right. show title. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> just, just for the sake of doing so. You shouldn't be offering justice points for old, you know, two tiers, a raid from two tiers ago. So, but I mean, I would totally be down with a challenge mode system where they normalized gear and gave you a, a reason for being there besides right. just seeing it. But right. it just seems to be, it just seems to go that Blizzard should give you a reason to get in there now because everyone's doing transmog. So you're doing transmog. That's the reason for going. They shouldn't have to, I want them focused on, on the future, not the past. Right. I mean, but I guess it would just be accessibility. Like even though it's old content, it's still great content. And right. it's still stuff that people still haven't seen, like Sinestra or something like that. You know, I haven't seen Sinestra yet, and some people have. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, if anything, it's just to make it available to players and people can can see it, you know? And then the other thing that drives me crazy is the uh, the topic of vanilla servers. I A don't server like dedicated to the vanilla game. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this to me seems like... Okay, here's an example. A few years ago, I found a bunch of old He-Man episodes from the 80s. <laughs> You're serious? <laughs> yes. They were on VHS, and lo and behold, I actually still had a VHS player. So I popped in the tape, and I started watching these old He-Man episodes on my VHS. <laughs> now, the He-Man episodes were crap. It was all recycled footage over and over again. They were terrible. It was nothing like I remembered. Nope. The best part about it was the commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's nostalgia for nostalgia's sake, it seems. People want a vanilla server, but what do they really want from a vanilla server? Because from what I hear, vanilla was actually pretty, pretty tough pill to swallow for a little for some things. Yeah, like, it's oh, that grass vanilla. is always greener as it used to be. Like, the, yeah. you know, that feeling of being um, the way it used to be. And I know I would not set for I would never never set foot in a vanilla server because there's so many things in the game that that's there now that I wouldn't have and I would just be like forget this this game is harder to play than ever. Right, and and I'll tell you I played in vanilla, and it was hell. No, yes. but like basically vanilla. Here's here's what's interesting. People want the fantasy. Yeah, you know what I mean. And 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 the reason why everybody looks so fondly on vanilla was it was so new at that time. 
like people say, oh my gosh, Molten Core, that was the greatest, you know, or these, these raids in vanilla, that was true raiding. And the reason they had this fantasy is because back then they'd never seen it before. Mm -hmm. That was their first experience into it. So, you know, your first experience into anything, you're fired up. You're like, oh my gosh, this is new and amazing and crazy and incredible. But for these players now that those same players that have been playing forever and done tons and tons of raids, maybe they don't have that same excitement that they, that they did, you know, way back in the day in vanilla. Um, I think that people put on those rose-colored glasses and think that, oh, Vanilla was a better time and PvP mm -hmm. was so much better and it really meant something. And, but if you actually look at it, did it really? Or was it just because at that time it was a new experience and you kind of want that high back? Yeah. You know? I wonder if I wonder if the people who are asking to play on Vanilla servers were actually playing during Vanilla. Right. Right. That's a good question. Because if you look at it and think of how many people joined this game when Burning Crusade, when Lich King, when Cataclysm came out, there were uh, there's a large percentage of people who started. At, you know, then the people who are playing now, how many people do you talk to? This is I've been playing since Vanilla. Besides Coltrane, I don't talk to a lot of people who say that. Yeah. And because they've moved on to other, a lot of people have moved on to other things. So is it just the, the opportunity to see what it used to be like before they were even in the game? Right. Or jump on the bandwagon because mm -hmm. everybody says, oh, vanilla was amazing. That's that. Trust me, people. Uh, vanilla was incredible. Well, <laughs> was it really? Was it really? I don't know. I mean, there's people listening to this right now that are probably in their cars going, yes, it was amazing. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know, man. I was there, you know, and I remember like trying to get a mount at level 60 was like it was like 100 gold. That took months and months and months and months of farming to get that amount of gold. It took like six or seven months um, to be able to have 100 gold. Yeah, there weren't like your choice of daily quests that you could just do every day to get gold. Right. And, you know, even as a mage, my job, I would show up an hour before each raid and just make water. That was my job. Oh. That's all I did for an hour was just make. And I had to make sure I had enough bag space. And I would just summon water like crazy. And I had to pass it out to 40 people. Yeah. And you, you think it's tough getting a 10 man together Ugh. or a 25. I mean, imagine 40. It's ridiculous. Imagine being a paladin and having to buff everybody individually. That's right. And they only lasted for five minutes. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> Do you guys remember at the end of Wrath when uh, the, the, the buildup for Cataclysm started? And uh, everybody, well, not everybody, but a lot of players clamored for, we need harder content. Wrath is baby mode. We can AOE everything down. We want harder dungeons, harder everything. So Blizzard gave them harder everything. And then they came back a week later. We want easier dungeons. We want easier. <laughs> we want more AOE spells. We want more mana. <laughs> this has got to be tough to be a Bliss developer. <laughs> That's a job I do not want. <laughs> It's true. People were complaining that you there was no CC. There was there was no more any CC. These yeah. vanilla dungeons, you just blow right through them. And Cataclysm come out, and suddenly you're like, all right, we're going to have to sheep this. And then sheep, wait, what? What do you mean sheep? Pulling! You know? <laughs> exactly. And then they just get stomped, and then everybody complains. I mean, that's these poor developers, that's what they deal with. That's just the public. And that's how it's been from back in the day, and it will continue to be. You know, forever. That's yeah. just something these poor guys have to deal with. It's so true, but I, I'm I'm not going to be out there going after any vanilla servers, not being pushed to go to any old content personally. You know, give me the new stuff. I'm happy with it. And if you disagree with me, send me hate mail. I'm waiting. It's <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> 
<laughs> Send us mail, though. Let us know if you are interested in vanilla servers and why, because we would like to know. Tell us why you like to go back to the old content. And if Coltrane's thought of getting into challenge modes and doing it at level, at that gear level, would be appealing to you and why. So that'd be awesome. And um, I think next week's debate topic will be world PvP. Okay. Oh, no. Write that down for me, Jules. I will write that down for you. Take notes, <laughs> Druid. <laughs> I am Ranga. Take note to my words. Thank you. Yes. Fit, save that and play that in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming towards the end here, and we're going pretty long. We hope you're still listening. Um, hey, if you didn't know, we're part of Ego Networks, and because of that, we get a free pass to get on the Horde for Life podcast. And Jules and I will be recording tomorrow evening. Well, today's Sunday, so tomorrow evening is Monday. I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but uh, Monday night we're recording The Horde for Life with Rich Fisher and Dustin Turley. So look for that uh, coming soon. And Coltrane, we do a little thing called Slash Moves at the end of the show. Yay! Yay! So Slash Moves today. We're going to David on Facebook from The Horde for Life Guild. Sent us a nice message. Thank you, David. Twiz from the Twizcast podcast. Hope you made it to Georgia. Very safely. He's going to Atlanta today. Lita Wow on Twitter. Rob Copeland and Ian Explosion on Twitter for ex- announcing episode five was live before we even knew it was live. Um, <laughs> Jan Gasm <laughs> from the Something Suggestive podcast. Thank you very much. Um, we'd like to give a special shout out to Hoofit on the Horderly's uh, ser- uh, Guild on the Deathwing server. He's been doing us a special favor and hopefully we'll be able to talk about it soon. So. And finally, a big slash moo to the Convert to Raid team. Pat Crane, Aetheric, and Solar Flare, thank you for letting us borrow Coltrane for the evening. We promise to give him back with only minor scratches. <laughs> you promise. Well, <laughs> you yeah. guys have your beer later. <laughs> That's right. We're getting drunk. We're doing this. Dog Moon Fair's in town. Let's get crazy. Yeah. So last night, man, got to make it worth it. I know. That's right. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on. This was a blast. You guys are amazing. You're incredible hosts. Thank you so much for making me feel so welcome and so comfortable. I uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you again. Slash Moo. Oh. Slash Moo. Hey, do you have any special shout outs, my new best friend? <laughs> special <laughs> shout out goes to Remga for being my new best friend and uh, his <laughs> yeah. co-host Jules. So thank you so much, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Coltrane. Um, we just wanted to also mention that we're a member of the Ego Networks podcasting group. Great shows like Horde for Life, Empire for Life, Twizcast, The Mana Cooler, Dark Moon Herald, Hearthcast, The Corellian Run Radio, The Massive Cast, and the, De- the Geek Domain with Dustin Turley. Yeah, so as we bring this show to a close and we begin to wrap up, we bring in... Hi. We actually already started wrapping up, but uh, Coltrane, thank you so much for joining us today. It has been great. It has been a privilege and an honor, and I hope... You had such a good time, you're going to want to do this again. Oh, absolutely. Likewise. I, I feel the exact same way. Thank you so much, guys. I uh, really, really appreciate it. I had a great time. Awesome. We'll see you next week and the week after. And the week- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be coming over. I got a flight booked in about an hour. And, uh, Fantastic. We'll <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank the legendary arcane, the fire mate. Oh, God, I did the legendary thing again. Too many legendary people, Jules. We have, to, we have to knock this off. Arcane the Fire Mage, for your lovely voice, bringing us from segment to segment, uh, the, le- <laughs> the legendary fit for putting this all together and putting up with my nonsense, and for buying me lunch yesterday. Aww. 
And Jules, thank you as always. You're welcome. So, everybody, we'll be on Horde for Life coming this week. We'll be back again next Sunday. And hopefully we'll be releasing to you Monday or Tuesday. We're on a regular schedule now. We'll have more news to talk about. And we'll yell about world PvP. (laughs) So, thanks for listening. And slash moo, everybody. Slash moo. Slash moo. Thank you for listening to Torrin Think Tank, a presentation of Stormride Productions and a proud member of the Ego Network's community of podcasts. I'm going to stick around for a few minutes. They always kick me out after I do this part. We have to do this for fit. And out. (laughs) (laughs) Bum, bada, bum. And out. Did you want to hear the lovely dulcet tones of Rem? Dulcet tones. Welcome to the show. Rem. Hello. That's what we're talking about. That's the good stuff. I feel like I feel dirty. <laughs> you should, sir. You should. That's right. This is where my brain just kind of goes, bye. We don't edit the stupid stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just laugh. Yeah, just go with it. If you screw up, just go with it, man, because we don't really edit anything out. I completely could blow this at any moment. You know what? Yeah. And if you do, it'll be great. At some point, I'm going to be saying, you know, this <laughs> oh welcome to the bleep fest starring Red. yes <laughs> oh you guys this is too much pressure it's too much there he is oh hello hello hey Ram. Ram. Hey, there he is oh did you guys do the show without me no yes <laughs> we're just wrapping up actually it that's a great about show do it. <laughs> slash moo everybody oh, oh my god i can't believe he's here <laughs> Rim! Gold! <laughs> we had to wrestle the two of two of the three of them because they were needing to be clipped. Sounds like you're murdering them to someone on the outside of the windows <laughs> are open. <laughs> it was totally creepy. Just, yeah. I don't know if you guys read my blog I did today. Um, hey, Coltrane! No. Hey, Coltrane! Slash moo. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>